This podcast is meant to start important conversations about medical health. In no way is this to replace a face-to-face discussion with your healthcare professional. Hello, and welcome to How's It Hanging? This is your host, Paul Nelson, and we are recording from Midtown Manhattan. Thanks for joining us. We have a question today from Jason age 24. This is a question I'm sure a lot of us have heard and we can sometimes admit, hey, I used to think this. Here's what Jason has to say. I just had to sit through yet another sexual harassment session at work. I'm a good guy. I love women. But this stuff has taken all the fun out of life. I respect women. Why are we making it so complicated? Yeah, this is a difficult narrative. This is not an uncommon feeling among men. Uh, I know I've had men tell me, I feel like the rules have just changed. Suddenly, what I used to do is no longer allowed. And the fact is, it's much broader than that. It's much more about just changing our mindset and our approach to how to have sex with people we want to have sex with. Here to help us sort this out is Mike Shaw, my good friend, and I just love what he has to say. He's a therapist in New York City who specializes in men's work. He deals with this topic all the time. Mike, it's complicated. It's something men are getting used to. Yes. It's, it's a new landscape. It's yes. like, uh, you know, all those old movies we now discover are not documentaries. John Wayne and uh, even James Bond. Mm. He failed when it came to consent, I think, didn't uh, probably, he? Probably, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, but I want to be James Bond, cut yeah. me some slack. So yeah. so tell me, I mean, you have a fascinating consent. We, uh, I'll stop talking just a minute, let you go. But the, the idea is we sent, consent has become a joke. It's become a punchline. It's become a like, oh, I better ask or I'll get sued. And so the reason I need consent is for legal protection and... Right. Uh, all that kind of, and that's, according to you, sort of missing the point. Totally, totally. The whole consent is a gift to men. Uh, this whole concern is a gift to men because it's basically asking men to become more aware, more conscious of what they do, and more connected to themselves and the people they engage with. That's a challenge, and I do not uh, um, undervalue how intense that challenge is. And it's also extremely confusing to men because there wasn't like a rollout of like, hey, here's all the things you need to do to understand how to feel your own feelings, how to have empathy for uh, women and then you'll understand why this is so good. It was just like there's all these stories of really predatory men with lots of power and money doing terrible things to women repeatedly without apology and there were a lot of women who were wounded and vocally upset about it. So there's this there's this environment right now where we're seeing male power role models doing terrible things and 
we're, as humans, we're always looking, we, we learn by example. So the question is, who's, where are the men demonstrating the, the value of consent, uh, why it works, and how to do it skillfully? You I are, don't know. You mentioned that, and I, I cannot think, there's no movie character. Yeah. Right? The, right. We don't have the equivalent, the consent guy of James Bond. Yeah. We don't have it in popular culture. We don't have it in stories. We don't in, We don't even have it in porn. Yeah. Right? No. Um, so how do guys learn what consent is, how it works, what it looks like? Right. And that is really, that is a tough question because for me, I learned it from multiple avenues from very consent-oriented communities. Uh, The Burning Man community was really progressive, is really progressive around consent and Mm -hmm. has been, uh, from, from the time I started, people kept explaining to me this is what it is, this is why it's important. And it was also in spaces that were very open. So there was also a lot of physical affection and I was very validated for asking. Mm-hmm. I didn't really try to learn consent in a bar um, where people are generally already uh, guarded, um, not necessarily looking to communicate or connect. And so it's a nebulous place and it can really be confusing. So I learned also from the kink community. The kink community is uh, brilliant and very uh, sophisticated about consent. They take it very seriously. They talk about it a lot. It's normal. It's just part of the everyday language of the kink community. So it's normal to ask. It's people and and, uh, women say yes or no and they often say yes so how do men learn consent if you're not in the kink community and you're not in the burner community and uh, I would say that's a tough question there is no secret answer I would say for me I would find I would find ways to start connecting to my feelings. Because mm. consent is really about empathy. Consent is about knowing that when I, if I touch somebody, they may not like it or they may love it. But I want them but I want them to have an awareness that this is something that they want. Right. So if, if we go back, to, if we, we lo- let's look at the, the, the non-consent situation. Well, let's take the real stereotypical, you're at sort of a, 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 at a bar, a meat market bar, right? Uh, or, I mean, you know, I suppose apps and uh, Tinder are <laughs> swipe left or swipe right as consent, right? Right. But so you're in real life. You've had a couple of drinks. Yeah. Lack of consent would be some guy goes up and grabs someone's ass. Well, even a hug, like that's a great opportunity to play with consent. Maybe that's a that's a good thing. It's a good place to start. Is like hugs. People hug all the time in this unconsensual way. It's bizarre to me how robotic physical touch is to most people. So, something to really think about is when you go for a hug, 
is ask, can I give you a hug? And then if that person says yes, actually hug them. Most of the time, people are so ambivalent and unsure that when they touch people, they do it in this, oh, consent. This is, this is me. This has reminded me. So when I hug somebody, I do it confidently. I touch them knowing they've given me permission clearly and uh, assertively. One of the ways that people feel that touch is not consensual is when the person touching them is not confident in their touch. Mm -hmm. So what that looks like is just a firm embrace. Not a crushing embrace. People have told me this repeatedly. I have, they tell me I give great hugs a lot. Uh, and that is because when I touch somebody, I know that they want it. I, and I also decide I want to touch them and I ask them first. Uh-huh. And then once they touch me, I fully commit to that touch without extra. I just embrace them. I breathe. I breathe. When I touch people, I breathe. Interesting. And so, breathing connects you to your body. Absolutely. So I'm relaxed. Being tense and touching somebody um, <laughs> is extremely, is going to get you crappy results. Yeah, it's going to be uncomfortable. Right. And you're right, people give this awkward sort of like touch. I put my arms, I pat them two or three times on the back and then withdraw. Yeah. So you're not even, so another way to practice consent, again, is learning how to have comfort with physical touch. People are, in general, are not comfortable with physical touch. And so when it becomes intimate touch, it feels awkward. Uh Awkward because, you again, I'm going to go to this practice metaphor. If you practice things safely that are not super hard, you'll get more comfortable to start doing more intense things. Right. So like the hugs are a great place. Can I hug my friends? Ask your friends. Or go like this. I, I extend my arms. And then I look at them and I wait. If they don't extend their arms too, it doesn't mean I wrap my arms around them. Right. That means that's a no. Yeah. So being aware. Also, so consent also, what are you going to say? Sorry. Well, no, I just, I, that, that I just had a flash. You put your arms out and somebody doesn't, you're like, okay, what do I do with that awkward moment where someone just said or indicated no? That that's a really awkward. I, oh I'm, yes, that, I, that this humiliation and rejection courses through my veins. And right. Like, oh, ouch. Ouch. Mm. Right. Mm. That's like it's worse than being the last one picked on the baseball team when you were a little kid. It hurts. It definitely does. Nose are painful, and that is why uh, so many men are uh, averse to to talking about consent because it uh, leaves them open to getting a no. They have to ask. Uh, and men would rather not get a no. Let's just dive in and force. If I just force her to kiss me, she'll love me. Yeah, and then I just know. I <laughs> don't I have to know. get the no. I'll convert her. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to deal with it. Um, they're yeah. so averse to no. It's rejection is so painful. I, I get it. I've lived, I've, I face it all the time because I ask for consent so often. So I, I get it. It's hard. So one of the barriers to consent is the fear of rejection. It's, 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 a, it's one of the biggest barriers, I would say. The fear of, of rejection is so uh, profound that people will do, like, you know, back handsprings, backflips, whatever they can to avoid just, can I, can I give you a hug? You know? Yes. Yeah. Hey, can I, um, oh, this is amazing. Um, I really enjoyed this time. I've, uh, I've, I, can I give you a kiss? You know, that's crazy. Oh, wow. 
that's, that's... I mean, that's not exactly from, like, 20 years ago. That's, like, alien. Right, don't, right. Nobody would ask that question. I've asked right. it many times, and most of the time, people just say yes. You know, I don't always... Uh, I'm at this point in my life now. If you get really, really good at consent, the, the paradox is you'll start to just have... The, uh, the goal, eventually, is to become so intuitively aware that I don't have to f- verbally ask as much. Uh-huh. Because I know, like, all right, if I'm touching somebody and they're touching me back, good, good also to know if someone touches you back, that's generally a sign that they like it. Yeah. Here's a fun fact. Most men don't know this. Most people don't know this. But if I hug somebody and I really breathe and I feel my feelings and I, and I relax and I get aroused, most men think, oh, shit, she's going to know I'm turned on. But if I'm embodied and I'm embracing somebody and I'm not crushing them and I'm squeezing, I'm, I'm embracing them in a way that gives them the opportunity to release and they're staying with me and, they're, and, and I'm feeling aroused, that means that they're aroused too and they like it. You know, There was a consent there. But it's not, you're not a bear hug pressing them against your, your genitals. You know, you have to always give them, not always, but at the beginning, especially, I always want to give them an out. I want to check, do they want this? Because if they want this, then I stay. But the, it's learning of, like, I'm inviting. It's not, I'm begging them, please touch me. You know, I'm actually saying, I am a worthy man, and I'm a lovable man, and I want to share this physical experience with you. How does that sound? And if... If they go, if they sometimes, if I'm a physical embrace and they squeeze me back, that's a nonverbal of I want more. Yeah. You, you just used a word that I really think is important because consent implies I'm asking for something which can feel like I'm begging for something which is like, please, can I do this to you? Can I do this thing to you? Yeah. Which is kind of scary for the recipient. Yeah. But if you use the word invite a minute ago and... Uh, and you, 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 and consent becomes an invitation instead of begging or a legal disclaimer. I invite you to. Would you like to do this with me? Yes. Would you like to? How playful? Yes. Like what you described. It's we're we're kind of aligning here. We're getting to your point, which is intimacy is play. Right. And so now that I think, you know, it, an invitation. It's easier here. No to an invitation than it is begging can I do this to you yes for some reason we're okay with it want to come over tonight no I can't I'm busy yeah or do you want to want to give me a hug no no, I'm not I'm not moved right now okay that's okay yeah it's less me it's uh or would you like to come to my or could I kiss you could I you know um the the, the guys are confused we're thinking okay I've got to ask her I'm at the bar you have to go, okay, do you want to go home and have sex with me? That, that's a tall order. That's intense. And, uh, <laughs> you know, there's, there's subtlety in that as well. And I also think it's really important. There's a lot of fear of like, oh, I don't know if she says yes, she really means yes. Ah, fuck that. No. I, I, I respect women that they're intelligent and that they know what they want. And if, if a woman tells me yes, I respect that. I don't question her. It's if she isn't clear with her yes that I seek clarity. It's really important that I am seeking clarity, especially initially. Mm-hmm. 
If it doesn't seem like a fuck yes, I explore. Right. Or I back off a little bit. It's just yeah. like being aware of like what's comfortable for her. Yeah. What's comfortable for my partner? Because if I just keep escalating, I'm not I'm not having a conversation. Right. I'm just like it's all about me, and that doesn't feel for who the hell wants to be obliterated and treated as a nothing in front of another person. We always want to be valued. So you think about if this was me and someone just said you don't matter. You know how would that make you feel? So empathy. Would it make me feel good? Because I've actually been in, um, I learned a lot about consent because I went to gay bars and um, I went to a gay club and I had this dude, I was dancing with him and he pulled my shirt up over my head without my consent and he just started touching me and I was like trying to be, uh, I was trying to just have fun and dance and he immediately sexualized this and turned me into an object and I felt so shitty about it. And I felt threatened. And I wanted to get the hell away from him. Now, if he had just asked me, you know, hey, can I, can I, you know, if he had been a little bit more subtle uh-huh. about that, I might have said yes, but probably I would have said no because I wasn't interested in that. But then he wouldn't have been like, he wouldn't have had lost the opportunity to be dancing with me. Right. So uh, I think what's really important is a lot of guys have no idea what it's like to be objectified. And so it seems really hard to imagine, like, what's the problem? So um, you're just going to have to think, and that's the empathy of, like, where in my life did somebody disrespect me so deeply that it fucking hurt? Because that's what it's like. Uh, that's a, a sense of what it's like when, when you stop treating someone as a human and you just do whatever you want right. to them right. without their permission. Wow. Well, we we need to wrap it up here. This yeah. is this is a, a topic that we, we we've not even scratched the surface because you're right. The idea we don't have examples, we don't have a script. We don't, how do we? What does consent look like? And uh, the idea of basing it on first of all empathy above all else is is the, the starting point. It's you know, you know, good luck, all of us figuring out the answers here. Listen, it's been great to have you, Mike. Um, our guest has been Mike Shaw, therapist. Uh, if you have questions for him, MikeShawTherapy at gmail.com. Questions for us, How's It Hanging Podcast at gmail.com. Mike, thank you very much, and uh, let's keep talking about this. This is important stuff. Thanks, Paul. Thanks for uh, having me today. That was a fascinating experience. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in.